0: TheYeshiva.net So let's continue now inside. Last paragraph, Anun Be'ez, column 2, page 103. So we learned that Moshe's lament, lamentation, that I'm not a man of words, I'm not a man of communication. I have stuffed lips. I have plugged lips. I have a heavy tongue. I have a heavy mouth. Is conveying a very profound truth about Moshe's soul, and that is that all communication is about kalim. All communication is about structure. The most uh, effective, the most effective communication is communication that is structured well. It's the ability to take an idea, a feeling, an experience, an encounter, and, uh, present it. It's about presentation. The presentation is always Kalem. It's how you package it. What's the beginning? What's the middle? What's the end? How it's, how it's contained? Because it's all about the recipient. It's not about the communicator. That's what communication means. It's not about my inner world. right? A lot of times somebody will say, I have this great idea, or I heard this great idea. Tell me. (laughs) He opens his mouth. There's nothing coming out. They'll tell you, you had to be there. (laughs) You had to be there to know what I'm talking about. So tell me. You can't say it. It's not because he wasn't there. Sometimes he was there so much, but he doesn't have the ability to be able to structure it in a Kaylee. The world to travel from the inner world inside of you to the world of communication is a long journey. It's a journey from Oidis to Caleb. And that's not an easy journey. Because it by definition you have to be able to uh, limit it on many, many different levels. And in the kalim of communication itself, there's many components. There's the kalim of defining it, articulating it. They say from Reb Chaim Briska, that in yeshiva, it's a in yeshiva show, In the, the world of the yeshivas, it's a very common expression. Asafelten Hasbara, in Havana. If you can't explain it, you didn't understand it. In other words, if you really, really understood it the way Chaim Briska understood what understanding is, you'd be able to explain it. Because it requires really capturing it in a way that you master it to the point that you're not just repeating words. You could really repackage it, redefine it into Kalim. So that's Kalim of Hasbar, of explanation. There's also Kalim of emotions. Understanding the audience, the the world of the audience, relating to them. That's also Kalem. Does Kalem have to explain something? Yeah. See, sometimes a person gets up to speak. It's one of the in communication, it's bothersome. They have no structure, there's no beginning, no middle, no end. You don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're saying. It's more plopping. And it doesn't work. It's a, It's a very profound art. It's like an artist, an artist. Everybody could see the same image. I could look at the sunrise, I could see a sunset. It's beautiful. What does the artist do? The artist sees the image. It makes a very deep impression on him, but then he has the ability to capture it on canvas. To take a pen, take a feather, take a quill, take pigment colors and capture that when I look at the piece of paper or the canvas that he's using, I see a living reality. That's called chush The ability to impart on the canvas that the artist is using the full life and vitality of the inner experience. That's a unique, it's a unique skill, it's a unique art. The same is true in all forms of art, including especially when it comes to to dibur communication. So, of course Moshe could speak and say anything, but that's not the point. You want me to speak. You want me to express myself. But that me is beyond expression because the iris are too powerful to be able to come into to kill. They just can't. They're too pure. They're too infinite. And therefore, do me a favor. Send it to somebody. Who operates on a different level. This is not, this is not who I am. I'm not supposed to be your spokesman. I'm not supposed to be your, uh, the articulator of truth. Because in my world, if it's articulated, it's already not truth. If it's articulated, it's already not truth. It's a compromise. It's a pshara. By Moshe, as he said, there was a humility element that he was glorifying Tikkun over Tayyip. He says, really, he brings out his real maila of kvat peh or kvat lashan Anach. That all kalem mean that the iris are very deeply compromised. And in his world, the iris, they're not going to be compromised. He's just not going to do it. There's a in to Hillam. Belibi, safanti, I have concealed your words in my mouth, so that I shouldn't sin to you. What's the, so there's, a, there's different interpretations. And one of them is, I will not say a word. Because the moment I say, it's already not that. It's in my heart, I hide it. Laman Echta means sin. Echta also means miss the mark. Right? Kailaya el Hasaira. V'loy Yechta. It says about Shaul when he shot arrows. Yeah, el Hasaira. He always hit the target. It could be as, as small as a here. Hasaira. V'loy Yechta. He never missed. Doesn't mean he never sinned. He never missed. I won't miss the mark and I won't sin. Well, earlier in Tillim, David HaMelech says, Cham libi bekirbi ba gigi sivareish de barti be l'shaini. There's a pasuk uh, here: Me, v'nafshay yotze v'nafshay yotze bedabre. The soul went out when he spoke. So literally, it means the speaking was with the whole passion. R' Pesadka Koyen of Lublin Whenever you speak, you already take out the soul of it. V'nafshay yotze bedabre. When you speak, it's inherently nafshay yotze. So the nefesh you already ruined it. Not because the person is lying. That's not the point. It's because in that world of toyu, there's a contradiction. Kalim, by definition, will not capture that oyu. If they do, it's not that oyu. It's a different oyu. It went through already a transformation. And it seems... You, you, you understand the words, huh? So therefore... It comes out in the fact that he, he's not he's not a communicator. This does not lend itself to communication. I wouldn't use the word scary. I think it's important to identify. There was a yid. I know the I know juju, I grew up with him in the same neighborhood. On Oyvod Hashem, very quiet, you couldn't get him to ever say a word, but a very knowledgeable person. Um, so his son told me once, or his wife told me, someone in his family told me that, uh, his wife, his mother, the boy, his older boy told me that uh, his mother was dating his father. In the early 1960s, early 1960s, they went out a few times. So, uh, she went to see the Rebbe, so he asked her how it's, how it's going. So she says, Asoknish <laughs> uh, He Used to get the go out on a train, I think. They were, you know, they were going on a train or a bus, I don't know what, uh, Ezak Asok, asokpashnish Like, you know, he yes, asked, you're getting to know him, and this, uh, the man doesn't speak. So he told her, so the Lubavitcher Rebbe told her, Asoknish, Nishvalahatnish was sozogin. A Vilnius Ligen. It's not that he doesn't have what to say. He doesn't want to lie. <laughs> See, he does. He doesn't speak. So I guess that's sealed that sealed the deal over there. But uh, I, I, in other words, it's not. Doesn't mean he doesn't want to lie. Not everybody who opens their mouth is lying. I mean, there are some people. The moment they open their mouth, it's already uh, a problem. But the point is, all. All words are lies. That's the idea. All words are lies. I know I'm talking about it, right? I'm saying this in words. Yeah. Not not lies. You know, uh, I, I lie where I was last night, or I lie that I didn't lend you money, that I didn't borrow money from you, right? Or I lie about a reality. That's a, it's a crash checker. We're talking a much more subtle lie, in a way, a more scary lie, I guess. Not the blatant uh, criminal lie of a chakra, but the subtle lie of uh, even to the person themselves. <laughs> even to the person themselves. That's a very deep sensitivity, because very often, like it's very even like many people won't even understand. What are you talking about? What? what are I'm not lying. I'm saying, I'm saying what is. But when one appreciates the uh on the level of tayu then the keli, any keli, is, is already uh, it's, it's it's already a, it's not a sheker. it doesn't capture it doesn't capture no it. That it and when it tries to and when it tries to that's a lie know, it's, 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 it's 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 yeah yeah so my says this is you know who i am it's not I have a stutter today, I can't speak, I'm not in the mood. I'm not a man of words. It's just not who I am. I'm from Shmita Rishayna. I come from a different Shmita. I come from a different universe. I come from a different reality. The reality where God made the reality that the Eurus cannot go into the Kela. They're too big. In Tikun, take a person of Tikkun. The Eur Lechadchila is much smaller. Because if the take is very Mitzumtzum, very very small, then the Kela is beautiful. It's perfect. You need big Caleb, small iris. In other words, that the Kaylee matches the air. And that's wonderful. But in the world where the air transcends the Kaylee infinitely, then any Kaylee is already, uh, is cutting out 90% of it. And it's not even in numbers. It's the quality of it. So it looks like Moshe is very precise with a few words he's saying. Uh... <coughs> <coughs> Especially talking to the Moshe. He doesn't know where he's and of course, from. people won't be able to understand it either. People won't be able to understand it. Because whenever you come in contact with that eye, there's no Kaylee, I can't relate to it. Because how could I relate to it? That's when it becomes scary. Because I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. This is reflected in many, many areas in life. Sometimes, this is the dissonance, the dissonance, the, how do you say, the, the, the tension, the ha- hametach, the tension, in Hebrew, the metach, the tension, the, the disarray between Eir and Kayleigh is one of the profound dynamics in the human condition. And we usually, people of Kalem, usually point to the Kayleigh as the problem. But very often, what they're identifying as a chisarin is really a myla. And by identifying it as a chisarin, they themselves miss the target. Like sometimes you'll have, this is not always the case, but you could see it if you're sensitive. Sometimes you'll have a young man or a young woman. They have tremendous itis. Tremendous iris. Whether you want to call it creativity, uh, ingenuity, originality, uh, deep truth uh, deep convictions deep feelings and somehow the kalem that they are in the structure the system i'm not now going to be bashing systems don't worry but the structure they're in the system they're in is not is not in sync with those kalem so what happens so the artists withdraw so you look at them you say oh why are you living such an empty stupid life <laughs> right? Why are you sleeping till 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Come on! Be functional like your father is. I get up 6.30, I'm already at a shi'a 7 o'clock in the morning. Present company excluded. Another shi'a. Come on! Don't waste away your life. You now to have a system, you have to be up, you have to go here, you have to do this, you have to do this. All good words. <laughs> it's important in life to have a system, to be organized, to have a structure, to have a morning, to have an afternoon, to have a night. And what do I want to I want to force this person to fix their kalem. Like just wake up at a certain time go to this school or go to this job or hold this and be structured and have all emes v'yatze v'nachem v'kayem v'yasha What am I missing here? (laughs) Can anybody answer the question? Huh? (laughs) I completely misdiagnosed the issue. And why did I? Because for me to diagnose the issue correctly, you know what has to happen. I have to go out of my Caleb. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I have to be able to go out of my own Kaylee in a very good way. I completely didn't recognize your, his eye Completely didn't. I'm blaming it on his Kaylee. No, the, his eye is bigger than the Kaylee. Is it possible that the Caleb you created or that you're comfortable with are completely not suitable for him? Not because he's sick, but because he's deep, because he's great. So there is a challenge. There's a challenge, but you have to know how to identify that challenge. It's a completely different language. What would have happened, I told you this Marshall once, if Mozart would have grown up in a home without a piano? Right? Thank God he had a piano. So at the age of two, <laughs> he was on the piano. At the age of four, he was already a prodigy. At the age of, at the age of six, he turned over Vienna. What if he wouldn't have grown up with a, pia- with a piano? They would have given him Lego and vanilla ice cream and frozen pizza. Yeah? Lego is very nice, and vanilla ice cream is a vada good, and frozen pizza is even better. And say, come on, here here's Lego, here's his vanilla, vanilla lollipops. What would have happened? I don't know what would have happened. <laughs> Thank God he had a piano for his genius. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Don't touch my Mashiach, my anointed ones. These are the children. This is a very, very deep statement. Every child is a little Mashiach. Every child is anointed. Yeah. Children dream. You remember when you were a child, you dream. You'll bring Mashiach. You'll change the world. You are Mashiach. But there's that element of, of infinity in the child. Don't touch that. Because very often when we grow up, we let go of these dreams, you know, who am I to change the world if I could just pay my bills at the end of the month? I'm happy. So the Gemara says, Do not kill the child inside of you. Don't damage it, don't stifle it, and don't destroy it. And the child is a metaphor by the Balatanya midas of Toyo. Because children have that. They have that in a very deep way. So yes, there's a challenge that there's no keli, but you have to diagnose it correctly. It's very easy to say this person simply does not know how to fit into Kalim because he's lazy, because he's obnoxious, because he's stubborn. I'm not ready to say one thing. Maybe my Kalim are too uh, superficial, meek, and not really there to facilitate his art. Because that takes a lot of humility to be able to say that I really cannot appreciate your light and I have to be able to ask myself are the structures that I created really completely not suitable for this earth so what do I want you to do? I want you to kill your soul I want you to destroy your your inner heart now I'm not saying this as a blanket statement in every situation of a teenager struggling but this is a pattern that a person has to be sensitive to because without that you often completely miss the person, lose the person. You cannot tell a person not to, to betray their erus. They might not; they may be too honest. Yes, many of us, when we grow up, we become dishonest with ourselves and we betray our own er for the sake of keli. Or, in simple Muncy language, it's called social conformity. Echamunim social conformity beivrit. And davar kazer Yisrael, social conformity. Nobody conforms over there, huh? You could see it on the highways that nobody conforms. It would be nice if they would conform to red lights. But, uh social conformity, huh? Chavratit. Psharot chavra. Yeah? Don't know what it means, right? In other words, along with the shtick. Well, I don't care who you are. This is what you do. This is how you structure yourself. You want to fit in. And, and there, there is a certain maturity there too. A certain maturity. So we demand, so we want the next generation to do exactly the same thing. Learn from me. Yeah. The problem is, sometimes a person says, they may not even say it, but this is the just, I'm not ready to betray my iris for your Kayla. I can't. If I'm true to myself, if this is my light, I can't betray it because of your structures. It's just It's not, uh, it's not going to work. So I could curse the keli, your keli, from today till tomorrow, and say, look at this ridiculousness, and this ineptness, and this laziness, and this gas, and you're a spoiled brat, and you're a user, and you're a manipulator, right? And we understand those feelings. They're also human feelings. I'm not now judging them whether justified or not justified. People experience different things. What I'm not ready to do is really go back to the drawing board and really ask myself, perhaps, I have to reinvent myself in order to be able to tune in to you, because I already have my kalim, and you're not fitting into that. Maybe I have to be able to go to my own toihu, my own Ur er, to be able to appreciate your Ur. Er. It's clear what I have to, what I'm saying. This is the and It's a very, uh, this is very real in people's lives. It's extremely real. We don't like it. It's not a comfortable thing. This, I'm just telling you. We love Kalim. We like when things look good. It just fits. It's structured. It's a, because it's, it's, on pa- works on paper. Oedas don't work on paper. <laughs> change your huh? How to change your I have to go out of my Kaylee. Because if not, I will not be able to touch your, I've already structured it. Everything is working. And the truth is, I would say, we'll soon see at the end of the mime, I would say, that's just what I'm feeling. I can't say this as a as an accurate description, as a scientific level. I'm feeling that today the young generation, children, are challenging their parents and educators to go out of their kalim and get in touch with their oidas, and we're resisting it for good reason and also for responsible reasons because we're scared and we want to protect our children. So there is a very, but there's a delicate component of creating kalim that suit the oir. Versus creating Kalem because I don't care about your ear. and That's a very big difference. Yes? A quote from Einstein. He said everybody is a genius. Very good. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by climbing a tree, it whole it its whole life it believes it's stupid. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah? And you have a class of- Boys and, and, and it's very hard to make difficult. of course it's very difficult it's extremely difficult <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the the lives in the it's difficult He lives in yes so the 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 first thing is about acknowledging this acknowledging our incompetence and acknowledging sometimes our insensitivity to certain levels of awe you know, what looks like, uh, profound rebelliousness is only a description of Caleb. From the description of oh, it's not rebelliousness. <laughs> it's actually, a uh, very deep spiritual expression. <laughs> it's, he's rebelling against the Kali. So we only look, if I only look from Caleb, I say, oh, this guy, this kid is a rebel. This kid is a troublemaker. This kid doesn't care about anything. No, no. <laughs> Maybe he cares too much for you. And he's not ready to conform to corruption or, or insincerity or lack of honesty. So what you're calling a weakness is really a strength. Now, it becomes a weakness in the real world. Yeah, when you're sleeping till four o'clock in the afternoon and you have no life, it becomes a weakness. But the weakness, just like Moshka, Lahavdil, or maybe not Lahavdil, Moshe had a speech impediment. There was a problem there. But the problem was not the speech impediment. That's not the problem. Like we'll fix something in the lips. We'll fix you in the lips When this and it's, it's something much deeper. Hashem answers him. You say you can't speak. Who makes a mouth? Who made a mouth? Anoichi Avai, a Miyavai. So you asked in the beginning of the Mimer, what is this, a tutorial to Mosh Rabbeinu that is a creator? A whole lecture like, you're telling me you're not a man of words? What I don't understand. What is this, a joke? I'm the one who gives anybody the ability to speak. I told you there, Chaim asks a question. Why doesn't God just get to the point and say, listen, I know how to make people speak. I'll make you speak. What are you complaining? That you're sick? I'll heal you. You can't walk, I'll make you straight. You can't see, I'll make you see. You feel that you're mute, I'll make you speak. No problem. It doesn't say that in the bus. He starts like a philosophy. Me some Did you ever wonder who made Merchant knows that God made it. He's telling God, I know, but you made me with a I have a speech impediment for whatever reason. I know that's also Maj But that's what you wanted, right? You knew who I am, and you've somehow I'm heavy of words. That's what he asked in the beginning. What are you gonna tell him now that there's a creator of the world? We're going to teach him the Animamins, <speaking in Hebrew> the Edgimalikriya Munam. Pirosh, the Balatanya says, Emes atoimel. There's a text Emes. You're saying the truth. <speaking in Hebrew> do not have the Kalim that exists in the world of tikun. Tikkun, with his integration, and as we explained before. That everything is connected and the end is etched in the beginning and the beginning is etched in the beginning. And if judging by the source of your soul, you are really destined to be a kvatpa. Why? Your eye is simply too big. There's no keli in the world that could contain it. You're not made for keli. a fact. You're right. In other words, it's not pshat. People don't have the right keli. There's no keli for your oed. Your ear does not belong in Caleb. It does not belong. No Kaylee will express it. You're right. It's not like we'll wait a month, we'll wait a year, we'll give you a lesson, we'll teach you communication skills, we'll teach you how to speak, you'll go to speech therapy. That's not the issue. The issue is your ear cannot come into Keilin. Ah. Hashem is not arguing with him and saying you're wrong. No, you're right. You're right. You are articulating a very deep truth about yourself. Ah, me some adam. benikud comments. Reimas al adam ayaduah. Meaning, when Hashem responds to Mosh Rabbinu. Let's look at it inside, it's always better. Me some pelah adam. Yeah. I'll predict to you, me adam. Who made, who put the mouth, who, who attached the mouth to a person? Me some La adam, not li adam. La adam. All comets. Double comets. La adam. What's Pshaqat? Binikud comet suraim mm-hmm. is a la adam This intimates on the adam. The other adam, adam ayadu. Not la adam to a man. To the man. <laughs> Big difference in Lush and A man, the man. A human being, the human being. Not La' Adam to any who, who gives a mouth to any person, any child, me. La Adam, La Adam I a Adam Daatzilus silas alakis It's the origin of Adam. The origin of Adam is known as in Kabul as Adam ha Alakisei in He speaks about the I covered the throne of glory. And then there's Muskemare Adam Alakise. The Adam on the Kisei, which is of course a metaphor of Adam Elyon, which is basically called Adam the Adam is the name of Ma. Adam is forty-five Aleph Dalad Mem, which is a formulation of writing out Yudkevavke. When you write Yud and Hey and Vav and Hey fully, Yud Vav Dalad Hey Aleph Vav Aleph Vav Hey Aleph, it's going to be forty-five, which is Adam Hatikun which represents the world of Tikun. That's the first world of Atzilus, which is the world of tik. The klaya per, who are mamshich er makif, the klaya per, the vessels of the mouth, the ability to speak, brings forth a light that is mak- makif. Makif means a peripheral light, a transcendent light that encompasses the person. The Arizal says, "Shayde ha bracha shalamitzva nimshich p'chinus hamakif." There's the mitzvah and there's the blessing for the mitzvah. The mitzvah creates every mitzvah generates a particular oir which means a light that is internalized that comes into the person doing the mitzvah. Whether it's the mitzvah of giving tzedakah or the mitzvah of learning ter, or the mitzvah of putting on tefillin or the mitzvah of bikkur chayilim or the mitzvah of making of of, of lighting Hanukkah candles. Then there's the barachah of the mitzvah is nimshech p'nis the bracha is the way you articulate the mitzvah through words verbally. That creates an er. The breath that comes from the mouth, the breath that comes from the mouth. What do we say? A, a sneeze here could create a tornado in Thailand. The breath that comes of the, the mouth, the hevel hapet, which the bracha articulates, nasa it becomes. It's morphed into an er makif, an encompassing light. It'll, it'll be a little clearer. Fascinating, but which is why by Tefillin Shalroish there's a big debate between the the Vashkenazim if you get a special brach. What's the What's the, like? the Ashkenazim hold? Yeah. This is a shita of the Ashkenazim already in uh, the Rishonim on Gemara Menaches, and it's brought in the Ramar and Shulchan Aruch, that you make two brachas. On my Shalyad, I make Lahniyach Tfilin, and then when you put on Shorosh you make Al-Mitzvah Tfilin. The Ramar brings, because there's a second shittah, you should say Baruch Shem Quaid Malchus Oilan Vod after the second blessing, because Kshash Brachel of Atal. The Sfardim held differently, completely different. One bracha. And everyone who follows Minik Sfard, makes only one bracha on tefillin, unless you made a hefzik between the shayar and the sharesh, you spoke in between, then you have to make a second bracha because the first bracha is not applying to the sharesh and sharesh is a separate mitzvah. But if you don't make an interruption, you make one bracha, for tfilin You never make a second bracha on shoresh. Now, how do we, when so many machleikas, the in Gemara, of Rashi Rabbi Tam, the Machaber and the Ramah, the Rambam and the Ashkenazim, Rambam was a Svardi, yeah. It's just one example. You have in the Kolatera Kula, you have the Svarim Ashkenazim. So we usually understand it. It happens to be that the Chachamim who lived in Spain had one opinion. The Chachamim lived in Germany had a different opinion. So Svarim and Ashkenazim. Yeah, that's only one layer of it. Balatanya says. In Tefillin, there's the Er of the Tefillin, the ermakif of Tefillin. The Makif of Tefillin, Shalyad, is also high, but it's not like Shorosh. The Makif, which means the transcendent, sub- superconscious light the Tefillin, is very deep. Why? The Svidelu Sha'i shei ef The Svidelu say there's nothing you can do to generate that Makif. <laughs> Be quiet. V'ashkenazim Svidelu the yicholam Dashkenazim held that you could, you could do something about it. So that's, that becomes a machlaikas in alacha. Dashkenazim hold, make a bracha. You could do something to generate that makkah. The say, no, no, no. This is a makif. Don't try to articulate it. Don't try to do anything. With a tefillin So the Sfardim say, don't make a bracha on it. It's not stump. It doesn't begin. It's, it's an argument. It's really an argument how you touch the Gemara. It's a Gemara menachas speaks about the two brachas. And the question is, when do you make the second bracha? So they argue, Pashat, when you learn the Gemara, it seems like it's, just, it's an argument on the technical way of explaining. Like so many arguments in the Gemara. But like we're learning here a whole time, it doesn't begin with the keli, it begins with the Ur. Er. And this is all machloikasin and, and shas. Why are they arguing? at The, other, the one opinion they didn't know how to read it the other way, and he didn't know how to read it this way which you can ask on 90% of arguments in Gemara. He touches the Pasach Hazoi. He says, no, it's not the No, he couldn't figure out the other taich. It doesn't begin with the words. It begins with the oiris. The svaidim had a certain mahalach in life. The Ashkenazim had a certain mahalach in life. This type of makif, the Ashkenazim said, you could be mamshich. The Svaridim, you can't. The male, don't, don't, don't make a brach. So what's Bemailah what's the conclusion? That the K'le'a'peh, the vessels of the mouth, draw down like the bracha, the ermakif. Who created the vessels of the mouth? Who gave this to Adam? Lo Adam of Tikr. Hello Yahnoihi Havaya. What's a The essence of It comes from the place which is the source of all light, the source of all earth, and the source of all makifim. Moshe has been complaining, as we learned. I'm not the right person, because I'm not a man of words. As the Balatanya explains, it's because the air is infinite and cannot be contained in a keli, including not the keli of the mouth, which is one of the great kelim in the sense that it must structure and filter and limit and restrict, and that can't happen. What does Hashem tell him? Not that I'm going to heal you. We could, we'll speak. That's not the point. Now we understand. Just to tell him, I'll make you speak. Make you speak. That's not the issue. The issue wasn't just a speech impediment. We'll fix your Kaylee. The issue is that when Moshe speaks, it's not... Uh, his ear can't come out in the Kaylee. Unless he's not Moshe. <laughs> Unless you take him away from himself. If he's to be Moshe... Then he can't communicate because his or, his soul from the world of the first Schmidt and the world of toyo can't express itself. So you want him not to be him, he can be not him. Oh. Right, so what was the answer? Good. Well, good question. After everybody was healthy, good Right, but already right in the beginning, Hashem says, Me sam Pella Adam. Who made the mouth to La Adam? And he says La Adam, it's not Le Adam, to a man, but La Adam, which represents like to the to the man is haloya Hashem. haloya Hashem. I and he uses Yutke Vafke, meaning Adam. Is an org- uh, what, what's called an Adam an Adam is somebody, a human being is called an Adam mm-hmm. it's a person with a full organism the organism of a person is called Adam Adam represents Al of Dam, the whole structure of a person that's what you call an Adam a developed human being like the first Adam spiritually the source of Adam represents Adam, Ali, and called the world of Atzilas, the world of Tikkun which is the divine organism so to speak which is the source for every other organism. All the ten spheres working together. That's so why you'll see in the pictures of the ten spheres of Tikkun. It's always like an organism. There's a structure. There's the head and the, the heart and the torso and the legs and the hands. It all works in synchronization, what we call his It This is Adam. Who created the for the Adam of Atsilus? It's a Noichi. It's a nochi hashem. It's mi yutke vavke, and that's what he says. The last, the second to the last line. We'll look inside. What's a noichi? Atmus The essence of the light of infinity. hakav vechut the baruch The source of what's called the kav, the line, or the chut, the thread of the source of this, which is the source for all the lights, whether they are internalized lights or they're makifim, they're encompassing transcendent lights that operate more on a place of subconscious or the superconscious, because it's makif, it's beyond human consciousness or the world's consciousness. If this is the case, Mimeni lo ye vatse From me, from Atmos, nothing is impossible. What's that? Vanoichi Eye in Pihegamkin. This anoiki, again he uses the word anoiki twice. This ano will be with your mouth. Two Pedersh. Avsham it's a kelum kelu. Even though, Mitzad, source in Toyo, you don't have such vessels, and therefore, you say you can't speak. But there's something called Yutke Me, myself. I have constructed, I have made, formed the vessels of Tikkun. Together with Anoichi as well, the world of chaos. I can transform the reality, that Toyu and Tikkun could become mixed, integrated, meaning discovering the Maila, the virtue, the greatness, in both of them, there should be great orders like in Toyo, without compromising that, but but together with the Maila the quality of Tikun, that the vessels should be great. There should be the Urs of Toyo without minimizing it or compromising it, and yet in the Kalim of Tikun. No, it's Tchilasa And then, as we said in Tikun, you have the maila that the beginning is etched in the end, that it touches a part that is beyond beginning and end where there is integration. That's why he says, Anoichi, I will be with your mouth. You need Anoichi for this, the essence. Even though your source is from Toyo. And in reality, it seems, as you say, that toyo and tikkun are a paradox. And one must exclude the other. But nonetheless, im kolzeh, I will be with your mouth, with the kelim, and the mele, of the tikun. You can have, you, Moshe, can have vessels of tikkun. Or b'frat especially the vessel of the mouth, all the vessels, but especially the vessel of the mouth, as we said before, that through the mouth, the heavily, the breath of the mouth, generates an ur makif, kein mailas. And therefore you will have within yourself the integration of both qualities. The quality of tayu, the virtue of tayu with great ur, and the virtue of tikkun with great kail, vahainu. Just as the beginning, the highest, the source is etched in the end, the end is also etched in the beginning. That's the expression in Sefer Therefore, the maila of could exist. Even in Tayyu, Chuli, Chuli. And thus they could be integrated together. What's the Havana in this? What's the understanding in this? What's the Havana in this? Shem doesn't tell Moshe, you have a speech impediment, will make you be able to speak better. he says, Misam Pela Adam. Who made a mouth, La Adam? Who gave tikkun its kelim? Adam is tikkun. Organisms. scallops. Peh is a kelim. <coughs> it's a mouth. It's communication. Who gave the original kelim to tikkun? Alloy anoychi hava'i. Suddenly there's a new word here. Anoychi. Anoychi hava'i. anoichi yud kevavka. That's the answer. And the same is the one who gave people the ability of vision, for vision, which is another Kaylee. It's the Kaylee of the eye. It's interesting. And then, uh, gave a person ability to speak, a person ability to hear versus deafness, speaking versus muteness. He goes through these qualities. These are all the individual Kalem that the body has in order to facilitate and channel the energy of the soul in a particular way. The ability for vision, the ability for audio, the ability for communication. Like you said before, there's Ramachevarim. Each aver is a kali. Each limb is a kali for a particular capacity of the mind and the consciousness and the brain and the neshama that comes through it. And its chemistry is made up. It's designed in order to be able to facilitate it. I can't see with my nose, or smell with my hands, or touch with my eyes, or smell excuse me with my mouth. Everyone has its Unique Kaylee, or walk with my with my with my with my nose, or with my mouth. For this you need legs, and for this feet, and for this you need ha- arms. And every ever from the two hundred and forty eight have its uniqueness. That's the Adam, the Kayli. It's interesting when Chazal want to speak about a blind person, the expression is saginaher. Saginah. What does saginaher mean? He has a lot of light. So the way the world understands it is, it's just a euphemism. It's called Lasheniki. In Instead of calling him blind, you say he has a lot of light. It's like the opposite. Saturated, 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 soggy, abundant light. So it's almost like, you know, just to say it in a nice way. In Yiddish, when they wanted to say that somebody is really, you know, a rotten potato, you would say atzatske. What's a tzatzke? A toy. A, mir a toy. It's a khurben, yeah? Yeah. Mothers wanted to describe their children who were a little challenging. They would say, you know, my angel. My angel. Instead of saying, my terrorist. <laughs> you say, my malach, my angel. My tzaddik. My tzaddik. It, that's a nice way of speaking. Yeah. In Chesidus, it says, no, no, no. Sagi Noher is not a euphemism. It's the emes. There's too much Ur for the keli." That's pshat. Sagi is there's too much light for the keli to be able to get it, to be able to detect it. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. It's the exact opposite. Now the result, of course, is the person can't see. But not that they don't have vision. Sometimes they have much more vision. So sagi is not pshat. They're blind. That doesn't capture the truth of it. It means there's tremendous oil. the koyach of the neshama is not compromised at all. It's that the keli can't capture it. And that's Moshe's when it comes to communication. I come from toya. What does Hashem answer? pela who created this mouth, the Keli of Dibor, or the Keli of seeing, or the Keli of hearing? Halo, Anoichi yutke Afkeh. No, okay. So you asked in the Ma'amr. So now you just taught me that God created the world. Thank you. You want I should read Berechias Bar LaKemus Hashemayim Ve'Sharis? Why is this to answer? And then he says, "Go." V'Anoichi Ei'im Picha. Again, the word Anoichi, <speaking in Hebrew> but it's here. When you understand the real question of Moshe, the lamentation of Moshe, you understand the response. What's the response? So here there's a it's a very profound concept. I'll try to explain at least one aspect of it. Be'ezir Hashem. And I hope that my mouth could be a conduit for the... For the, for the truth, for the idea that Balatanya is teaching here. Anoichi The paradox between Toyo and Tikkun comes only mitzah, the experience of Toyo and Tikkun. When you introduce the Anoichi, everything changes. Yes, you have to understand the paradox. If you don't understand the paradox, you can't bring it together. If you don't understand the differences between two sides, you can't bring them together because you're just in denial. You're in la-la land. You have to understand the paradox. You have to understand the tension. That's much of the mime. But then you have to understand our noichi. What's the paradox between toyo and tikkun? Toyo and Tikur, you see, in everything in the world, there is what it really, really is, and there's the way we interpret it. And that's not a small difference. What it is and the way we interpret it makes all the difference of life. Because all reality that we touch comes with interpretation. It's how I understand it, how I see it, how I perceive it. Or in other words, how my Kaylee defines it. Yeah. We don't speak about reality. We speak about our version of reality. And there's a reason for that. That's what I can speak about. I can speak about my version of reality, my interpretation of reality, how I feel about it, how I see it, how I hear it, how I smell it, how I taste it, how I touch it, how I experience it. Yeah. We spoke once about light that today they say in the world of science, they'll tell you, you see red. What's that? You see red. It makes it red. It means that the light frequencies, that are traveling from this particular object and are being detected by the chemistry or by the retina by your eyes and interpreted by your brain. Yeah, define it in this particular way. There are colors that I can't see, not because they don't exist, but because I don't have the calum to interpret them. So, male they don't exist. There's animals could see, animals, birds they could see colors that I can't see. Now in reality, what's the difference? If we all agree that it's red, it's red. But it's important to understand that. It's important that what it is, is is basically the spectrums of the light waves, the way they reach me and are interpreted by me. So this becomes the definition of reality. And the same is true in all reality. This, when it comes to life, this becomes a vital idea. There's the way something is experienced by me and interpreted. And then there's the way it is in its essence. I have to understand it the way I interpret it. But then I have to understand it in its essence. What is Taka the difference of Toyo and Tikkun? (laughs) Let's go back to the source. That's what he says. You have to go back to the core. Toyo and Tikkun each capture a major truth. That's why they have to be both be. One without the other. Denies a truth. And whenever you deny a truth, you're not living in reality. Toyo and Tikkun both express a fundamental truth in an opposite way. That's why they can't get along. What's the truth Toyo expresses? What's the truth Tikkun expresses? So over here, at the end of the Miami, he speaks about Atmus Ein Anoichi, the essence of Ein Inseif. What's, what's Toyo? I'll say the ISIS, I'll say the Nakud, and then we'll... what is Tayu? Back back to our discussion. Original, what is Tayu? Tayyu we say is the ten spheres. You have all the spheres. Kesser, chachma, Chesed, guru, tefaras, But what happened over there? What is it happened? What happens over there? It's every midah in its fullest, infinite intensity. What he calls the Nakud of it, the core, and its core, in its full purity, in its full ferocious might. It's not nuanced. It's not a detail. It's not a perspective. It's not an aspect. It's like you, you get it at its core and its full intensity. It's very scary. If you're not, if you, if you don't live in it, if you live in it, it can also be very scary, but it's, when it comes out, it's like, it's very intense. There's no room for anything else. Doesn't integrate. It can't integrate. It's not part of an organism because it's experienced within itself in such a powerful way. It excludes every other reality. Like we spoke a few times, sometimes you have an emotion, and at that moment there's no room for any other emotion. Don't rationalize in this. And you can art, you could talk to me for six hours, it's irrelevant. That's what if you don't understand Tayu, you're not talking to the person. (laughs) You're talking a language of tikkun and he's in the world of Tayu. Thank you. It's like speaking to your six year old is crying because you took away, you took away something, and he's telling you how and he's so upset. And you're explaining to him ideas and rationalizations and justifications. You're not talking to the person. You're talking the language of Tikkun. <laughs> this person is in the space of time. There's no hiskalalos over there, integration. Everything is with full intensity. And that's why there's no Caleb. It's very, very, there's always Caleb with very small Caleb. What, what is You have energy, a lot of energy. That's why Toyu, in a way, is much more truer than Tikkun. It's the first expression of Ain Saif. Tikkun is the opposite. Little and er, a lot of kail. A lot of kail. In other words, everything is defined, articulated, right, and expressed, and filtered, and structured, and therefore can get along with others. This cooperation. There's my vision, there's your vision, we work together. I'm in a different place. I, I'm not feeling my midi in its full intensity and purity. No, it's it's like an organism. Basically, he says, in Tikkun, every sphere gets expanded and there's details. And the moment there's details, right? So then there's angles and there's visions and there's perspectives and there's integration. And that's a tremendous quality. The kalem don't break over there because the oiris are filtered through Caleb And as we spoke in other shiurim, that we see this constantly in life. People who have Oydus without Kalem can't get anything done. It's not sustainable. You have unbelievable visions. You have unbelievable dreams. But when it comes to my when it comes to reality, implementation, you're dead. Every child of yours dies in the womb. It's people like that. Great dreamers. But it's chaloyimus shechalmo achedem alachedem. Because when oir hits reality, yeah, unless you have Kalem, Caput, the air just flies away and it remains in the world of infinity. You have no infrastructure. It's called infrastructure. A lot of people are that way, right? <laughs> a lot of people are that way. It's even very practical. They don't know how to. They don't know how to hold a schedule. They don't know how to be on time. They don't know how to show up, and not because some, Yeah. You have, to talk to a person, he has dreams, he wants to change the world, so you say, so tomorrow I want to see you eight o'clock in the office, yeah? Khrat's is twelve o'clock, here in a mikveh, then he had a brist, then he went to a kiddush, then he had to finish his shi'id. You know, you understand? Know, and it's with good intention. But you right away see, there's no kalem here. Anybody relates to this? You have this in everything in life. You have people who are full of kalem. They're, they live by the Swiss clock, yeah? They don't even have to know why they're showing up. The main thing is to show up. You know those people, they're the opposite. They don't even have to have a reason. But the main thing is you have to show up. Why? Because they're Swiss clocks. If you're from the other world, they could make you crazy. You run away as fast as possible. Now it's great when you're married, uh, when they tell you what they can get married to each other. So de de especially when they have to go on a flight, right? The artist packs inside the taxi. When he's in it, they schleps everything, and inside the car, in the airport, he's still packing, yeah? And the other one, right, is already packed up, yeah, certainly five days ago. It's already zippered, it's zippered, and it's standing on the porch, because it can't stand inside the house, because it could be an extra minute from when the taxi comes, it's already on the porch outside. And look, look at the watch already an hour, an hour earlier. It's a lifestyle. It's the lifestyle of Caleb. I'm just, I'm dramatizing it so you understand the difference. Yeah. The two are very, very different experiences. This is, uh, this is Caleb. And therefore, the Altered Ebbe says, everything changes. Usually, Toyu, we say, there was a shvirisa kelem. In Tikkun, there was a big kalim, Small oir, lots of kalim. In Toyu, a lot of oir, small kelem. And that's the klal. The more oir, the more oir, the less keli. The more keli, the less oir. Because what does a keli mean? Keli means, more keli means, there's a greater emphasis on structure, a greater emphasis on channeling, on harnessing, on limiting, limiting, limiting. In many ways, content is Eir and form is Kayleigh. Yeah, of course, different size Kali, yeah. yeah. But the definition of Kaylee is always editing, cutting, mitigating, diluting, compromising, filtering, harnessing, directoring, director, structuring. Structuring for what? Structuring packaging, it's always packaging, so that it should be able to be communicated in a different environment, it should be able to be passed on, it should be able to be, whether it's communication, whether it's coexistence, whether it's getting the job done, whether it's getting the product out Mm -hmm. there, whether it's getting customers to buy into it. process Process, systemizations, which in the world of business, that's where so many people, visionaries, get stuck. They get stuck in the quagmire of the process. I never knew about a process. <laughs> I had a concept. No, no, no. Concepts are nothing. There's a process. And this systemization is all about Caleb. It's a, in a way, in the business, there's a vision versus mission. Because vision is talking about vision, Yeah, yeah, is talking about yeah. The yeah. tools to implement the vision. vision. Yeah, yeah. But there, has to be a there has to be a marriage. Always. Always. If there's no marriage between Eir and Kaylee, then nothing exists in our world. The question is, what's emphasized more? Yeah? The greatest music, right? There's notes. The notes are the Kalem. The greatest book is written in words and chapters, sentences and paragraphs. Those are the Kalem. And it's very hard for people. You have a great idea for a book that's going to be a bestseller. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you, can you provide the first chapter by next Monday? Vu oh, Vas van. Provide chapters. Oh, I have to sit and write. It's an unbelievable idea. Of course it's an unbelievable mm-hmm. idea, only to you. So maybe you tell me the idea. Cause taking Ur and putting it into a Kaylee requires a certain brutality. <laughs> because the Kaylee's never going to express the er as the Ur is expressed within itself. It's going to be brutal, and that's why some of us are allergic to it. There's a good reason for it. That's his point. Don't just knock it. eh, The guy doesn't have structure. There's a brutality in structure. Like I told you about editors and newspapers. They take brilliant essays, right? They don't only chop off half of it. They sometimes cut off 80%, and the poor writer wants to kill himself. Not what he wrote. It's not nah, it's not my energy, it's not my soul. Sometimes it's an ego thing. Sometimes it's an ego thing. And not a necessarily a bad ego thing. I'm stuck in my vision. And the editor is like, you know, I know my crowd. On the contrary, the real editor wants to make your article better, not worse. But he wants it should read reach the masses. Yeah, marketing. Yeah. Marketing. Yeah. As people often tell me. I can't watch your Shiurim. I can't listen to your Shiurim. Yeah? If the clip is less than 45 seconds, that's it. Nope. 45 seconds Shiurim. That's all I can do. That's it. Lots of people are that way. <laughs> Today they already have eight minutes to hear me. I don't know how you do it, but there's eight minutes to hear me. Eight minutes I have. Give me the blotter. Huh? Wahavdul, right? They had 1010. Uh, 10. Give me 22 minutes and I'll give you the world. Okay. Give me 45 today. It's not 22 minutes. That's too much. I'll give you 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Give me a clip and get it. <laughs> so, you know, you could, you could complain. You could lament. No, you have to hear the full hour. <laughs> you want to be stuck in your own expression or you want to reach the masses? It's a compromise. It's a compromise because Caleb brutally cut out a lot of the earth. The real Kaylee is not trying to be brutal. He's trying to reveal. But revealing is always about concealing. There's no revealing without concealing. Because you have to conceal that which is not available for re- revelation, which is beyond revelation. Now, which is more real in the world of realness? At first glance, you would say, you. Because Kalim are just limiters, are containers. But this maimer says that Moshe understood that there's something special in Tikkun. That he was very humbled in its presence. And he said, Shlachna He didn't only look at Tikkun and say, Eh, this is for the masses. He saw that there's something in Tikkun. Because Toyu and Tikkun both capture a truth, but not the truth. A truth and a very fundamental truth, but not the truth. Atmus ain't The essence of Hashem. What, what does that look like? Now that question is a very foolish question. Because the moment it looks like something, it's not that. The only definition that Judaism gives for God is that, it's, that there's no definition. <laughs> That's the only definition. Yeah. In Yiddish we say Abishta. What does Abishta mean? the one on top. What does that mean? So I once heard from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, he said the definition of Ebershter is, Vunar Meret is Hecher. Wh- wherever you are, it's just higher. That's the definition. In other words, wherever you are, it's you didn't capture it yet. The only definition is there's no definition. Yeah. The Kaley, let's hear the Kaylee. No. The reality it's our reality, there's a subjective reality. there is a such a thing as absolute reality, which none of us can touch. But there is Absolute reality. reality. Yeah. 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 That is yeah. And when the Rambam the Rambam of Vukum wants to describe Hashem, he has an expression "Mitzias bilti, Mitzias Nemtza. Or which in English I would say a non-existential state of existence or a non-existential state of reality. An existence that exists, but the moment you're calling it existence, it's already not existence. Yeah, even the word existence is already not a good word. Because <laughs> for me, existence is definition. I know a cup I could say exists. I could even say a concept exists, but I need walls, a concept for me. Everything has a picture by us. It could be a spiritual picture, but it's a picture. An emotion has a picture. You all know that. Right? Even if you're not dealing with synesthesia, everything has a picture. Everything has a definition. Just like this has a picture, an idea has a picture, an emotion has a picture. A different type of picture, but a picture. Existence has a picture. So the Rambam's expression is, Motsui Veloib Mitsius. I'm saying he exists only because I don't want to say he doesn't exist. But saying he exists and he doesn't exist is actually pretty identical, pretty much identical. Because existence is the same trap like non-existence. We don't want to say he doesn't exist. But saying he exists is the same problem. (laughs) That's why I said a non-existential state of existence. Now, I'm not trying to use semantics. This becomes critical. So over there, you don't talk about spheres. You don't talk about definition. You don't talk about 10 spheres. Yeah. You don't even talk about earth. You don't talk about Caleb. What do you talk? You don't talk. <laughs> even not about earth. In other words, the absolute reality, and even, again, the word reality is a trap. Because when we use the word reality, what does it mean? It means it's real. It means it exists, right? You're a reality. I'm a reality. He's a reality. I think you, at least you think you're a reality. The world, reality by us is existence. Reality means it's real. It's something. Yeah. Science is looking for that which exists. (laughs) Only for that which exists. Yeah. The moment science will touch on this, the moment science will discover this, right? It will experience its ultimate humility, its ultimate bittle. That's very hard for scientists. <laughs> I have to be the expert. Of course, of course, of course. In that sense, yeah, we all, we all. Yeah. So now, 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 here the vort. Here's the 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 Reichkeit of Chassidus comes out. How does the essence of God emerge? So here is always how life works, because we see it by us. Whenever something that's beyond me emerges into my life, I can never capture it fully. I capture it according to my experience. So when Ein Saif chose, I'm using the word chose, decided only because these are the only words I know, so I can't use any other words. But when Ein Saif chose, or, or wanted, or desired, for there to be a universe, for there to be life, for there to be an existential state of existence. <laughs> when, for whatever purpose, for whatever reason, but when the Atmos chose that, how does that, how does that get captured by reality? So there's two opposite stages, Toyu and Tikkun. Toyu chaps the Ain Soif. Tikun haps the undefined reality. But each of them haps it through their own mode, modality, and therefore they become a paradox. Toyu speaks and says, Truth is infinite. Truth is not finite. If Chesed is true, it's infinite. God is infinite. I'm no finite little structured guy. This light is infinite. Is Toyu right? Absolutely right. Is Toyu wrong? Yes. Why? Because when Ein is infinite, it's not defined. When Toyu is infinite, it's the Midas are infinite. It captured infinity in the Midas. In other words, it's the way the spheres come out in an infinite way. And therefore, they start contradicting each other. But in the essence... Everything is one, because there's no definition. But toyu is already the way it emerges into Sviris. So the way Ein Saif is expressed in the world of Sviris, what do I have? I have one mida that can't deal with any other mida. It's so pure. So the purity expresses God. But the inability to coexist with the other mida is coming from the limit of the world of Tayu, which is the way infinity is expressed through the Spherus. Now come to Tikkun. Tikkun says, relax, calm down, aggressive eld, <laughs> okay? you got to mature, you're not a child anymore, you're not a teenager anymore, okay? Just sit by your desk and show up from 9 to 5, and then you'll go on vacation if you behave for 7 months. Tikkun is the greatest compromise on Tayo, but Tikkun in its pnemis captures another truth, the truth of coexistence. What does coexistence come from in its source? It comes from the fact that in the undefined reality, everything works together. Everything is one. It's indivisible. So the way I experience tikkun may be in a weakness. The weakness of it. The compromise of it. In its essence, what is it a manifestation of? Achdus. The oneness of Ein Saif. There's tikkun the way it could come from weakness? And there's tikkun the way it comes from the ultimate strength? The Kotska Rebbe used to say, When well, they used to tell him, Why can't you be more balanced? So you know what he used to say, yeah? He said, get kick from fenster, look out the window. geht mitten das. Veget mitten. Me who goes in the middle? Fed. Narfered. Mention gain rechts or the links. Right? You can go out here. Who goes in the middle of the road? Today it's not fed, it's cars. Yeah? Horses go in the middle. People go right or left. You want me to be a horse? I don't go in the middle. I'm not trying to be nice to accommodate everybody. I was in middle, middle, shame. Not have too many. I'm a person. Person is real. Real, I'm not a dead portrait. I can always be perfect, perfect equilibrium. That's aferd. I'm not a horse. That's what the Katsuki said. You'll open up a Rambam, Hilchas Deis, and the Rambam says the derech of a Jew is derechem tsayus go in the middle, don't go right, don't go left. Don't become stingy like crazy and don't become a spender, right? And don't be a frivolous uh, giggling all day and don't become a depressed uh, are they contradicting each other? You could say the Rambam was a rational person, a mentioned from Kalim, the doctor of the Sultan of, and the Kotsker was wild. That's a very uh, very superficial explanation. The Rambam had an infinite fire burning in him. If you read it, you know the Rambam he had an infinite fire burning in him. They're talking about two different things. There is centeredness that comes from fear. And there is centeredness that comes from infinity. It's very different. There is centeredness because I don't really want to have an opinion. (laughs) I just want to be good with everybody. They said that when there was an Israeli prime minister, he was indecisive. (laughs) So you asked him, you like coffee? He said, "Uh, I like coffee also. Not quite. You like tea? I like half coffee, half tea. There was one sarav, so say, or, say a rabbi. Somebody came to him and says, "Yankel owes me a thousand dollars." So he says, "Okay, let him give it to you." So Yankel says, "No, it's the other way around. Chaim owes me." So he says, "Yeah, you're right. He owes you." So the rabbi says, "How can they both be right?" He says, "You're also right." And I'm in the middle of the road, guy. I, I, I can't. I'm afraid of radical. I don't want to be radical in any way because I don't want to believe too much in anything. That's the weakness. The strength of tikkun is it comes from a much deeper place. It comes from touching on the essence. And the essence is not defined by being infinite because the definition of infinity in taihu is that my mid is infinite. And tikkun has a skalalos. No, it's but betchilosen because it touches a place where there's no beginning and there's no end. There's no higher and there's no lower and therefore they can be integrated. So who's right? tell you <laughs> And the answer is both are right and both are wrong. Each one is an expression of a tremendous truth and there is that tension in that expression. That's till you touch the Naichi. Once you touch on Noihi, me some Pela Adam is Atmos. It's the essence. I'm the one who made the Kalim for Tikkun. If I'm the one who made the Kalim for tikkun the Kalim of Tikkun are not really contradictions to Tayum. The Kalam of Tikkun are contradictions from Tayu, because you're missing the piece of Anoichi, because you're missing the ultimate essence in which undefined reality is much more real than anything else. And therefore, the vessel that defines the light could be as real as the light that refuses to be defined. The vessel that defines the light could be as real, as infinite, as the light that refuses every vessel. Once you can introduce the aneichi, Yeah, Moshe says, This is going to be a disaster. Trust me, I'm not made for the people. I'm supposed to be a shepherd with sheep. Sheep maybe can understand me because they don't have to understand me. They could just be sheep. Moshe is a shepherd, isolated, segregated, in commune with nature. You know, sheep understand. They don't have to understand. That's why they understand. When you don't have to understand, you understand. When you have to understand, you understand nothing. Sign, so, they surrender. This is what Hashem tells Moshe, and it becomes the revolutionary moment in history. And that is that the paradox of Tayu and tikkun is very, very real until you touch the Anoichi. <laughs> because until you touch the Anoichi, then the infinity of Tayu cannot dwell in the finiteness of tikkun. And the finiteness of tikkun defies the infinite expression of Tayu. But wait. That's the chitzonius of it. That's the externality of it. The penimius of it is they're each defining atmus. According to their limitation. (laughs) What's Toyu's limitation? That it has to be infinite. What's Tikkun's limitation? That it believes it has to be structured. That's the, each one's limitation. Each one is capturing a truth. Truth of Toyu is, God is Ain Saif. The falsehood of Toyu is, Ain Saif is articulated in one way through my sphere. The superficiality of Tikkun is everything is limited. The strength of Tikkun is the integration, the uni- unity, the synthesis, the bittle, which touches and captures the ultimate unity. The way it's channeled in my experience of Tikkun is it's limited, it's compromised. This is anoichi sampeladam. The keli of Tikkun was made by anoichi. I'm not defined by that limit. What I see in Tikkun is what? What I see in Tikkun is infinity being expressed through the Keli of Tikkun because in the real is the real Mos, Keli is not a contradiction to Ur. Er. Just like in Atzmos, Keli is not a contradiction to Earth In Atzmos, everything is completely one. When you can reveal that aspect of Tikkun, what happens? The Hagbola, the Gvul, the limit, the limit of the keli is not a stira. It's not a contradiction that negates the unlimitedness of the earth. That's the way Toyo and Tikkun are experienced outside of the essence and our experience. And therefore we operate in this tension a a state of time and a state of Tikkun. But when you align both Toyo and Tikkun with a an- oh. an- so then, as he says, you can have oidas the tayu, but calam the tikkun. How can you have oid is the tayuh the tikkun? You can have oidas the tayu because you're not afraid of infinity. You can have Kalem the tikkun because you touch on the source of infinity of Tayu. You understand that the source of the infinity of Tayu is not selfish, it's not self contained. What is it? It's touching on the pure essence that's undefined. And therefore, when I limit the air in the Kaylee, it's not because of the weakness, because of the fear, because I want, I can't deal with air, because I'm just afraid, because I'm just thinking about business. It's because when you touch the true essence of Ein then nothing is excluded. Nothing is excluded. So yes, the Kehli limits it, but what you're calling a limitation, we're really calling the experience of oneness, which becomes all-inclusive rather than exclusive. That's the limit. It's not a limit that's coming because of a limited perspective and a limited world. It's a limit that's coming from the ultimate unlimitedness where everything can come into the reality, where everything can be unified. You, Moshe, you're the only one who can do it because we need the orders of Tayo. In ultimate reality, we don't want to have just Caleb. We want the orders of Tayo. We want the insight of Tayo. But how in kalem of Tikkun? So it's you who have to learn Lech <speaking in Hebrew> Picha, because the ultimate peace in the human being, the ultimate harmony of the world, yes, and the ultimate Achdus of everything is not to exclude Toyo or to exclude Tikkun. It's ultimately to be able to embrace the Toyo, but without the pitfall of tayu on its own when it's divorced from the essence. Because tayu on, the, on its own when it's divorced from the essence tells only one truth. The truth is that this is infinite, it's pure, it's true, it's extreme, it's, it, it's beautiful for tayu and it, be, it can become very destructive. Tikkun on its own tells only of its truth and that is cooperation, limit, etc. When you can find anaychi, Toyu creates space for Tikkun. Tikkun creates space for Toyu. And the Kaili ultimately captures the Oir of Toyu. How can the Kaili capture the Oir of Toyu? The whole definition of the Kaili is what? Limit. The answer is the Kaili is redefined by Anoichi. So the definition of Tikkun is not the limit to Oir. The definition of Tikkun is, I want to teach you, my dear Oir, I want to teach you about Atzmos. I want to teach you about the essence. And when you learn about the essence, you're going to discover the art of limitation. Not because we're afraid of radicalism. Not because we're afraid of infinity. But because we know that in the ultimate reality, everything must be included. Everything is part of the reality. Definitions will get you stuck. We're being limited. We're being limited. Why? not because we believe in limitation, but rather the limitation becomes a facilitator of the greater infinity that encompasses all of the Svirides B'Hiskalalos No Tzayifim B'Chilasim B'Sayifim B'Chilasim B'Sayifim Okay. Everything is a combination of both. Ah, yeah. Of both. Yeah. yeah. The person yeah. has both. You can't be in to alone. You could be, but you 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 could be. Huh? You yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you have to resolve right. the, the Kutsker and the Ramam. I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's what I'm saying. The Katska was speaking about a centeredness that comes from weakness. In other words, mm-hmm. there's a centeredness that comes from weakness. But the Ramam is saying the Torah tells us you have to go on a Derek HaYosher. I'm sorry. And then there's the center that synthesizes. It's very different. The difference of the synthesizer or the indecisiveness. Like Haran. You know the story with Haran. Haran said, if Avram wins, I'll go to Avraham. If the other side wins, I'll go to the other side. Yeah? The Maharal says Haran is the same letters like Aaron. Aaron and Haran had very similar personalities. Aaron loved making peace with everybody. He didn't like conflict. Ay of Shalom, right? But there's a difference between Horan and Aaron. Aaron has an Aleph in the beginning. <laughs> Aleph. Echad. Achdus. Oneness. Yeah, what's the difference? There's a peacemaker because <laughs> I don't take sides. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I just, ich will sein get mit Alaman. You know, I just, It's <laughs> a flatterer. There's Aaron, Aaron wasn't afraid. Aaron was a very confident person. He saw the Aleph that allowed him to synthesize, to integrate. The art of synthesis, that's the center, but it's a different type of center. It's not "I'm afraid of the extremes. I want to touch the essence of the extremes. And when you touch the essence of the extremes, you could bring them together. <laughs> Extreme. only is yeah, 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 The opposites are only when you touch the extremes, but not the essence. When you touch the essence, a you could bring them together. He a synthesis of the fire Yeah. This is literally endless. That's true. So the enochit was Hashem saying to Moshe, I'm the integration. I'm the one to give you the comfort. But nonetheless, he was kvapna. It gave Moshe the confidence to go forward. Yeah. And that confidence was translated into the utilization of Aharon. Yeah. 100%. He was the compromise. And he, was, in a sense, was like the representation of enochit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a... uh, Yeah, God, well said.